In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Bad morning, Cleveland. I'm here with Ian Wright. Ian, not the result we wanted, was it? <laughs> no, no, no. That, that one was tough. I'm trying to remember if it was as bad as week one as I enjoyed my nice, crisp, cool Bud Light. The most annoying thing was we weren't in it at all. Um, but yeah, let's not go into stupid details quite yet. Let's go offense. What are you giving it out of 10? I mean, whoa. I mean, realistically, the offense, the defense, the special teams. When you get, when you get your ass handed to you that bad, really, on all, in all grounds. I mean, Baker, what do you have, 120 yards? We had 75 yards rushing. And what do we have? Uh, 220 total yards. The, the ratings, bad. I mean, you're talking the ones, the twos. You're, you're just, it's a bad overall game. But I think the, the part that hurts the most, and I tweeted it out during the game, is, you know, Brown's Twitter was just so angry. And it's because – when a Browns team is four and one, we have hope, you know, we have hope that our team isn't, you know, terrible. You know, a lot of people, you know, would tweet at me and say, Hey, yeah, we're four and one, but we're not that good. And it's like, well, you can only beat the teams on your schedule. So you're only as good. I mean, the Steelers have beaten nobody. I mean, they've beaten the giants. They beat the Broncos. They've beaten the Texans. You know, these are teams that are all winning a game, maybe two games. Don't be sitting there after this game going, oh, the Steelers suck. Because if the Browns suck, well, then the Texans suck and the Giants suck. And everybody sucks. So it's like you're not a good team in the NFL unless you beat, what, the Chiefs? Or you beat somebody that's not on your schedule? I, I don't understand that standard. So the Browns are 4-1. They're a good team. They go out and get their ass handed to them by the Steelers. And listen, is it as bad as a 38-7? to No. But to sit there and, like, proclaim that, all oh, we were so overrated, you don't think we go out and win the next two against the, the uh, Bengals and the Raiders and we're six and two, like we're not a legit six and two team. Like, I just don't understand how we're correlating wins against teams in previous weeks to losses against the Steelers. It sucks. We got beat by the Steelers. Everybody's angry. I get it. But like, I don't know. Browns fans to me are just, they have so much PTSD from all the days of just getting their asses handed to them by everybody else. It's like, we really don't know how to act when our team is, Good, but not great. Let's uh, let's forget about the Browns fans. Let's focus on uh, the Browns team. Baker Mayfield, first interception. W- what went wrong there, Ian? It was a game. He didn't see, so the Steelers were in robber coverage. Minka steps down. Everybody kind of pointed it out. Baker stared down. It was third down. Austin Hooper is a great target. I believe, actually, I think it was Harrison Bryant. Baker loves the tight ends over the middle. He sat, he waited, he squatted. The minute Baker made the decision that's where we're going to go, ball, he stepped in front, picked it, housed it. But one thing I found interesting, and it was kind of a, you know, that, that play set it up, was the Browns at a lot of times were second and five, second and six, second and four. They were ahead of the chains a lot of times going in the second down, but you didn't see nearly as much play action because 
there was that fear that we talked about about doing a play action boot into the blitz of the Steelers. And we saw it a couple times the Steelers read it and the Baker would turn around and boom, there's TJ Watt or boom, there's Bud Dupree. I mean, hell, the one play we decided we were going to block either of them. So the Steelers did a very good job of taking away the Browns' identity on offense. And when they did that and they said, all right, we're going to neutralize your offensive line. And we're going to, I mean, the Steelers have good linemen. Let's not forget. I mean, Cam Hayward, Stephon Tewitt, you know, Tyson Alualo, these guys are good players. So once they stymied the Browns' offensive line, and, you know, Chris Hubbard isn't Wyatt Teller, and it fell apart quick, and it started with a pick six. Now you're down 10 nothing. We said in the pregame podcast, Jack, myself, you, we all agreed, we have to start fast. Down 10 nothing, And the Steelers weren't doing shit on offense. Like, we talked about the Steelers scoring points. If it wasn't for the Browns giving them a pick six and having to go for fourth down and giving them 30-yard fields the whole game, the Steelers' offense wasn't impressive. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger threw for, what, 160 yards? Juju Smith-Schuster, two catches, six yards. Claypool got a couple garbage times there. But, again, we're going for it on fourth and down, which, by the way, we need a new play call on fourth and one. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It was just bad. We couldn't run the ball. We couldn't catch the ball. You know, because Baker just literally was getting the shit kicked out of him all day, all day long. What do you think we can draft next year to compete with the Steelers and the Ravens? I think the biggest differentiating factor between the Browns and the Ravens and the Steelers, the Browns defense is mid-level. I mean, there was a period where we went like four quarters, didn't give up an offensive touchdown, whatever. The Ravens defense and the Steelers defense, and I don't even, the Ravens defense was getting beat by Philly but the Steelers' defense is on a different level. They are just good on all levels. So, Sandejo's out there busting his ass, but he's not Minka Fitzpatrick. You know, Mac Wilson's out there busting his ass, but he's not Devin Bush. You know, Larry Ogunjobi's out there busting his ass, but he's not Cam Hayward. So, you just need an upgrade of talent on the defensive side of the ball. That's what it comes down to. Oh, and what are we going to give the offense out of 10? One? I mean, did they really do anything? A one? Is zero an option? Hunt tried his hardest. He tried. Averaged three yards a carry. One. I mean, who, who would you give the offensive game ball to? Higgins? Hunt. He had the only touchdown. Two Hunt. targets, one catch, 13 yards touchdown. Hunt. I mean, at the end of the day, Hunt, 17 yards receiving. He had 57 yards total in the game. He I mean, tried. Hmm. I mean, dear, dear, you know, Dontrell Hilliard, four carries, 29 yards. Kareem Hunt had 13 carries for 40 yards. Hooper led the team in receptions, five catches, 52 yards. Jarvis, three for 40, but one of them came on a case Keenum stop at the end of the third quarter. Odell, two for 25. It was bad. The, the offensive game ball goes to the Steelers' defense. It was, it was bad. Yeah, it just seemed their run defense was just – so on top of us and um yeah like four and ones three and ones three and twos we just didn't get at all today did we and we knew we know the Steelers are an aggressive defense and we had hoped and listen you know I have no doubt that's the here's the thing I will say about the Browns there is no doubt in my mind that this loss is going to burn the ass of Kevin Stefanski because I think guys like Stefanski that are uber prepared guys that are always you know they're very analytical thinkers are going to go back and watch this and go how did I not come up with something to counteract the aggressiveness of the Steelers' defense? You know, the, the Eagles did it last week. 
they hit him with a nice, you know, delay that Miles Sanders, I think, went 75 yards for a touchdown. And, you know, outside of that, Eric Ebron gave him two fumbles. You have to make sure, and there was a couple times you saw where our running back would make the first guy miss on a blitz and then get nine yards or eight yards. So you have to be able to regularly beat their blitz, be counteract their aggressiveness, whether it's with screens, whether it's with bubble screens. I mean, I don't know if that's maybe something they want to look at and say, okay, how do we get the ball out of Baker's hand quick to neutralize this aggressive defense? I think some of the stuff was a little bit longer developing. You know, Baker was dropping back, pump, pump, boom, sack. You know, do something that maybe kind of expedites the process. Because I think the more time he had back there to think, I think I don't think it went well. All right, so we're giving the offense one. It's better than zero, I guess. There's yeah. And um, defense, what are you going with? I mean, Miles Garrett earned fifty dollars for the Water Boys. So. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, he did it while getting triple teamed. So that was that was a great play. Um, I, I'm not mistaken. I think that was our only sack on the day. Uh, oh no, VJ Goodson had one. VJ Goodson had one with Did Miles Garrett get on the field at the same time as Rudolph? Yeah, the last play of the game, they ran a screen and he was out there with him. So that I mean, it was good to see him go, give Mike Tomlin a hug, get that over with. Um, that story at least will die. I mean, all right, defense. I didn't think they played horrible. Because, I mean, they were just put in such shitty situations all game. I mean, Connor had 100 yards rushing, which isn't terrible. for He had, what, 20 carries. Um, ben, 15 to 23, 168. Short, quick passes. We knew that was coming. The defense didn't play bad. I mean, when you're like I said, you didn't see long touchdown drives. You didn't really get to see the defense. So I'll give them a – we'll give them a three. Ooh. Better than the offense. You gave up 38 points. Special teams? Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, Before I start there, actually, who would you give the defensive ball to? I, got, I mean, I got, it's hard to not give it to Miles Garrett because he's the only person that's kind of causing some, some wrecking. I thought Malcolm Smith actually played pretty well. Denzel Ward I thought played pretty well. Um, the guys on defense at least had a couple guys that – Played a little better. And listen, I know people want to crush Sandejo. That dude is out there busting his ass. Yeah, he misses a tackle in the open field. It happens. But at the end of the day, like, that dude is playing hard. If if, if Andrew Sandejo is the biggest thing we have to worry about on a Browns defense, I think he'll be fine. But I'm going – I got to go Garrett. He had the sack. got the 50 bucks for the water boys. Nice job, Miles. Right. Special teams, you don't sound too positive, mate. Oh, God. This was awful. You know, I don't know – I get it, and I love Mike Preakley, so let me just say that, okay? And I thought Gillen had a good game in terms of the punts. I mean, it was his most punts of the season, six punts, two inside of the 20. The one where he had his heels up against the end zone, and he crashed 70 yards in the air. Jeez, what a monster boot that thing was. Um, I thought he had a good game. Obviously, Cody Parkey had one extra point that was, you know, one for one. Our return game was putrid. I get they're going to do that drop kick thing where they drop the ball at the one-yard line. Can we not just let that go into the end zone? Like, why are we getting the Steelers all fired up, letting them crush our return guys by catching the ball at the one? 
put your heels on the five. It goes over your head. Let it. If that thing hits at the one yard line, doesn't go into the end zone. I don't know what the hell to tell you. But like, why are we returning these kickoffs? We're not getting to the twenty-five. Enough. Just the Duffin special. Let that shit go in the end zone. Take the touchback. Ugh. Donovan Peoples-Jones making Ole catches on punts, then getting his ass handed to him. I mean, Jesus, we're we're just asking to fumble the ball on special teams the way these guys are getting hit. Yeah, not good, mate. It's uh, very frustrating. We're going to give it out of 10. Two? Two, yeah. We'll go with a one, two, three. Offense, one. Special teams, two. Defense, three. Stefanski, do you think you made the right calls? Oh, uh, the word just came out. Steelers linebacker Devin Bush tore his ACL. Oof, that's tough. He's he's a good player. Um, we obviously would never ever condone injuries. Um, so you know, I, listen, you want their best players out there. Sad to see him get injured. Um, you know, prayers to a speedy recovery. Yeah, me too. I'll, I'm going to take a sip of Bud Light and just because I got, I like watching him play. He's a fast player. He's a good player. He makes us be better. So. Yeah, I think. Mate, one question I had was, and you understand the game a lot better than I do is why don't we go for it at the end of the half? First I think that was one of those ones you heard Stefanski say when he pulled Baker, he didn't want to get a hit anymore. We had no timeouts. It was that fourth down that you're talking about. It was like fourth and one, which we clearly see we're not very good at picking that up. Um, now, to be fair, we're going up a very, it's a very stout defensive line. I would have maybe have liked to have seen a little misdirection. But you saw when Odell came in motion on the one, they didn't even – he just ran free there. Like, when he's, they're not throwing the ball to him. But you didn't have any timeouts. There was only 15 seconds left. If you don't get it, they had timeouts – they could have gotten one completion and kicked it. If the, I have a funny feeling that if you remember when we got the ball, if we had been able to build some momentum to get it going and maybe got a little further into their territory, I think he would have gone for it. Obviously, he was showing you he was going to be aggressive. I just think in that place of the field, given their timeout situation, um, I think it was the right move to punt it down there. And just, you know what, don't get cute and creative sometimes. Just – Punt it down there. Let Baker go in and heal up. It, it, it's a risk-reward thing. Mm. Well, we're up against the Bengals next week. They came yeah, very tough close. Loss for them against the Colts. But they came close, eh? So, uh, yeah, I don't... They got up quick. They were up 21 nothing very fast. And mm. then the wheels on the bus just fell right off. So... You know, I know that Burrow, again, another 300-yard performance, but I don't believe he hit a touchdown. I think he only threw an interception. And Nixon, I, I think he got hurt and hurt his foot. So the Bengals may be stumbling into town next week. Or, I'm sorry, we're going to be stumbling into Cincinnati. Hey, your favorite place? We're going down to the Paul Brown Stadium. But, uh, yeah. yeah, Rivers carved him up for 371 and three scores. So, you know, it's, hopefully Baker can heal up. You know, like he says, Mama didn't raise no wuss. So, I think he's got bruised ribs. Um, I will say I, I didn't think that the officials did him any favor. I think I'm going to go back and watch the all-22s, but I think a couple times Watt was in that neutral zone. And on that play that Baker got hit, like the NFL is all about protecting guys, yet you have Bud Dupree diving in his knees, has him grasped. Then as he's going down, you let a defensive tackle just wail him. I don't know. I, 
I thought that should have been flagged to me. I'm not saying that as a homer. Honestly, Baker's on his way down, and to give a defensive lineman a free shot on a guy like that, I don't know. I just thought that was the whole point of protecting quarterbacks that are in the grasp. It should have been a sack. I'm not saying he should have been able to throw it away. They sacked him. He was down. Once they have him wrapped up by the legs like that, that should have blown that. Uh, um, last thing I'm going to mention is the penalties. It feels like we gave away a lot of penalties. It reminded me of a lot of games over the last couple of seasons. What went wrong with the penalties, do you think? I actually didn't feel like it was too bad. Um, what, huh? did we finish the, what did we finish the game with? Hold on. My trusty good. We only finished with seven penalties for 55 yards. I have to look. I know we had a couple delay of games, which was the first time I've really seen that rare ugly head. I'm going to have to go back and look at the penalties on it. It didn't stand out as something. The false start that Jedrick Wills had, um, actually, to be fair, it was Betonio and Wills, so there was some confusion regarding that snap count. Uh, that, I think, was the most impactful penalty. The Jarvis Landry offensive P.I., I have no idea what that penalty was. And then there was the one they called us on a – I mean, it was to come out and start the third quarter. They called us on a delay of game, but we never actually went up to the line of scrimmage. So, I'm assuming that some people thought that the play clock should have been reset. But, yeah, I think that they'll clean that up a little bit. But at the end of the day, I didn't think the penalties were too bad. It's not like a Greg Williams 13 penalties for 200 yards. Greg. So, Paul, do you want to touch light on your uh, your little bet that you lost? Yeah, mate. Um, the Browns lost. I was very confident. I'm obviously getting a lot of uh, abuse at the moment for the toilet scene before the game. Um, obviously, I'll stand by my decision. And just in case anyone didn't know, is that I, I do have a Steelers friend who I use as clothes. I don't buy Steelers gear. But, you know... There's nothing wrong if you buy Steelers gear as a Browns fan and burn it or piss on it or shit on it. It's, yeah, each to their own, you know? I mean, listen, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. But, yeah, I, uh, our, our buddy Stu, I think, was out there in, uh, in England. How huh? he came down from the good old land of Scotland. Yeah, annoying, you know. I really wanted the Browns to win today. Like, I know everyone does. Yes, we're all in the same boat, but it's just... It was going to be a landmark, beating the Steelers in their territory, showing the world what we're about. You know, we're here for the playoffs and we lost bad, score bad at least. And just very, very frustrating. Um, it is what it is though, you know, we are four and two. We're still in a great position to make the playoffs. There's extra Wait, Paul, play- did you say we're four and two? I'm sorry, for the new listeners of the podcast, can you explain what four and two means? Have I messed it up? No. What's the four? Four wins, yeah? Yeah, four wins. And how many losses? Two. So we have four wins and two losses. Yes. But yet, oh, it seems like if you go online, we're 0-6. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. I mean, you made a valid point there because we've won twice as many games as we lost. Now, we've lost to Baltimore and Pittsburgh, which, by the way, we're talking about playoff teams. Playoff teams. We'll be back, mate to be filled with people in a four and two season. I, I like that we're, we have hope, but it goes back to what we said. <coughs> you, you can't spot teams. Remember the Baltimore game? We come out, we throw an interception. Boom. Clay's Campbell, interception. We just can't get down that quick. That's the, that's the Achilles heel for the Browns. Because now you have good players like TJ Watt and like Bud Cree who just pin their ear backs and come, and then they're just going to hit an injured quarterback. 
All right, well, look, I'm wrapping up. I've had enough. I need some sleep. You look well showered after your champagne shower. Thank you. And I look forward to the preview Bengals show. You know, we've got seven more days until we're back again. That's yeah, the great NFL season. Absolutely. So we got the, uh, the Packers-Buccaneers game going on right now. Luckily, like I said, you know, the Steelers are 5-0. and The Ravens are 5-1. and We're 4-2, and so we're right in there. Um, you know, I know as much as people like to think that since we're, we've won twice as many games as we've lost, the season seems to be over, which I, for the life of me, can't figure out. I just, to speak on that, and there was, you know, a, a guy I know, and his cousin's with a buddy of mine, and he's like insinuating that a 4 and 1 team that we're not good. It's like, guy, the Browns have not been 4 and 2 or 4 and 1 in this many years. Like, why are we so just ingrained to like wallow in, oh, the sky's falling, we suck. Like, yeah, I watched the game, and you know, Rachel's laughing at me, it might be at, you know, against her team specifically. You know, but it's like, come on. You know, let's, let's, let's not act like Odell, which I know is the elephant in the room. Let's not take our shoes off and storm the Twitter and, you know, start saying this to fans people the higher. Like, we just overreact like a bunch of babies. All right, guys. Go Browns. See you soon. Go Browns.